For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. My God, my God, my God. Experiences power, experiences presence. Oh, awesome God. Keep clapping your hands as you speak in tongues. Keep clapping your hands as you speak in tongues. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that we are no longer slaves to fear. Thank you that what you say of me is who I am. Thank you. Thank you. Lead us where our faith will be without borders. Our trust be with our bodies. Our faith will be made stronger. Thank you. Blessed be your name. Father, thanks a million for a great and a wonderful time in your presence. We ask you to have your way amongst us. Open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Mark 11, 23. Last week it was our text all the way from, I think, verse 11 where Jesus had a laboratory experiment to demonstrate faith to his people and to teach them the God kind of faith. And I believe that... Um, we can pick it up from there. And we saw Mark, everybody read with me, Mark 11, verses 23 and 24. He says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever... You are not reading. You can't find it or you can't read up. Let's begin from the beginning. Again. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain... Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Verse 24, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. So, Jesus spoke to a tree, and it dried up. And the disciples saw it and heard it, and they asked him, uh, the next day when they were passing by, and they told him that the tree had dried up. And then he, he taught them on faith. He said, have 
faith in God. And then he said, because, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, it means that it's not restricted to prophets, it's not restricted to pastors, it's not restricted to um, prayer warriors. Are you listening to me? It's not restricted to a prayer camp. But he said, whosoever shall say to this mountain. So then the fig tree is a type of mountain. That's what he was trying to say. Are you following me? Please look at me when I'm preaching. Don't look somewhere else. If you don't look at me, you may not read my lips well. It's important to read my lips as well as hear my voice. Because sometimes you may be hearing something. But what I'm saying from my lips may also be different. Or even my expression is saying something from my face. But you are hearing something else. Maybe my face is love. But my words are full of fight and fire. But in my, if you look at my eyes, you see that I'm really talking to you out of love. Are you listening to me? Mm-hmm. So it's important to do the two. Engage both the eyes and then the ears. So we see here, right here, in the teaching, Jesus' teaching on faith, he says that whosoever shall say to this mountain, and then in verse 24 he says, what things soever it is that when you pray, so speaking and praying have the same foundation. And the foundation is faith, believing. So he says, if you will say to this mountain, be thou removed... Or if you pray about this mountain, be that removed. <laughs> or pray about this problem. I-, I hope you're understanding that. So he's saying the same teaching that he said, what you say to something, he's also talking about when you pray about something that you want to see happen. He says, if you thou sh-, he said, say to this mountain, be that removed and be thou cast into the sea. And then he says, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe. You know, so I'm going to try and help you to see what he's trying to say. Because, and shall not doubt in his heart. In the same way, he says, but shall believe. It means shall believe in his heart. If you shouldn't doubt in your heart, then he says you should believe in your heart. But you see, in English language, it will be too much of... Um, repeating yourself. So he said, and shall not doubt in your heart, and shall believe in your heart, that those things which you say in your heart shall come to pass. You shall have whatsoever you say in your heart. Therefore I say, what other things you desire in your heart, when you pray from your heart, believe in your heart, it will be too much. But the understanding is very clear. Once he puts back there, he's trying to say that it's cancelling that. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe in your heart. So today, I'm preaching on what it means to believe with your heart. Yeah. What it means to believe with your heart. Because this is the foundation of your walk with God. And this is your, the foundation for your prayers. Why are prayers not answered? The root is this one. Because you may desire something, but when you pray about it, you don't believe in your heart. That you have received it. Because he says, if you pray, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them. 
and you shall have them. Or the NASB says, believe that you have received them. Is that not so? Uh, believe, but believe that, verse 24, we are on 24 please, 24, verse 24. He says, therefore, believe that you have received them. That means it's in the past. Bishop Kobe and your dear wife, you are welcome. We have, please stand up, Bishop Kobe has joined us all the way from Wa. Yes, he was in Wa before, but... We have brought him down. So he's here, going to be here with us. Bishop Kobe, I knew him, I mean, many years ago, 1983 or 84, thereabout. I mean, small boy, we were flowing. But when we were young, small boys young, he used to preach at a woman's church. Hey, those days we were very, I mean, you can't imagine going to a church to preach. But as a young, small boy, I don't know whether 20, 19, 20 or 21, he was preaching in a woman's church every Sunday. Hey! I think the woman needed some teachers of the word. So he used to teach. So welcome to the Macarius Cathedral and the Macarius family. So we'll be introducing them as we go on. God bless you. Please take your seats. Beautiful. So, this is the foundation of your prayers and your confessions. You are either praying or you are making confessions about things to happen in your life. And there are things that you don't intend them to happen in your life. But because when you make those statements, you really believe them in your heart. They actually happen, even though they are negative things you don't intend to happen in your life. There are statements you are making that are happening practically in your life. You are not even aware of. But you actually believe them. And that is why they happen. So from today, you are going to have to learn... How to believe the right things in your heart. So that the right things you want to happen will happen. Because if you ever believe anything negative in your heart, you are going to reap it. And you are going to eat it in your heart. A lot of people divorce before they divorce. Because they believe in their heart that their marriage is not good. So it's, it's spoiled before even it goes far. So it's only a matter of time that you see the manifestation of it. A lot of people lose their jobs before they are sacked. A lot of people break relationships before they actually become marriage. All from what you believe in your heart. And it's easy to believe often negative things. Oh yes. And, and even for your children, some children... Eh, They are becoming what they are becoming because of how we have spoken over them and we have believed them. Useless boy. There's a time at which you are just saying it to just insult your child or to face him. But there comes a point at which you really believe that it's useless. And it becomes a kind of tunnel that he walks through throughout his life. Oh yes. And today, I am very, very serious about this because having been a Christian for so many years, 
serving the Lord and working in the church, I recognize, I recognize that there are things that are happening every day that you believe so strongly in your heart, but sometimes even the positive things, you don't believe them. You don't believe that the things that are positive and good, those ones are more difficult to believe in your heart. And today I'm going to address how you can believe good things in your heart. Because you are going to meet mountains. Oh, mountains. Now when Jesus says mountains, he's not just referring to Mount Afajato and um, I don't know which other mountain. Do we have mountains in Akre? Kweapem mountains and Ebri mountains and this type of mountain. I mean, you think about it, that if you go and stand in front of Ebri mountains, be that removed, be that castle to Gakope. I mean, of what use is that to your life? But he's talking about what things soever you desire from the fig tree. He is now talking about because when he spoke to the fig tree, where is that verse? Verse, verse what? Eleven, verse ten, verse twelve, verse twelve, verse twelve. Where is the guy? And Jesus entered into Jerusalem on the morrow when they were come from Bethany. He was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off, having leaves, he came, if happily he might find, I mean perhaps, because it was not yet time for figs. But, you know, some trees, uh, there is not yet time, but before we realize there is some fruit on it. Now when he got there, he thought to himself that, I need to teach the people who are following me about how to talk to issues and situations and desires. So he said, May no man eat fruit of thee again hereafter forever. That's what he talked to the tree. Nobody should eat. So it's like if you were also to meet a situation like I don't have a job, I don't have a wife, I don't have a car, I don't have a house, I don't have a land. It's like these are all issues of your life. They are like the fig tree. You too can talk to those issues. So it's like whatever is an issue of your life, it's a mountain. You know, and he says that you can also, the way he spoke to the fig tree, you see, and the Bible says the disciples heard it. Then the verse 22 says that on the morrow, verse 21, on the morrow when they came, the Bible says, okay, 20 now, okay, 20. And in the morning when they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. So I would have thought that maybe it's like, ah, he spoke to the fig tree, so as they are passing, they'll just go. But the Bible said the disciples heard him talking to the tree. And then they reminded him the next day, Peter calling to remembrance, saith unto him, The fig tree which thou cursest, because they recognized that that statement was a curse on the tree. Nobody would ever eat fruit of you hereafter forever. That's all. Even Amen cry, he didn't say. So you are talking to things and saying things. Do you see about your life, about your job, about your business, about your um, ministry, about your relationships, your marriage, which you may not say amen to, but you are actually cursing them. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you accept it or not, I'm telling you the truth. This is what is happening in life. 
Some of your breakup, or the breakup of relationship is based on how you have cast the relationship. Useless man that I've gone to get. Foolish girl that I've gone to propose to. This foolish girl. If I marry her, she may kill me. You see. You don't have to say amen. You don't have to say full stop. You have cast it. And then the Bible says in verse 22 that Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. So this thing that I did to the fig tree is actually an experiment. Then he says, Verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in his heart that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. So he was trying to tell him that what I said to the fig tree is what I wanted to have. And how it came about is because I believed in my heart, I spoke to it, and it happened. And so you too, whosoever, whether you are a pastor, whether you are a shepherd, whether you are an ordinary member, whether you are a young girl, an old girl, a young boy, an old man, or whatever you are, do you understand? He said, whosoever you are, eh, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in your heart, but you shall believe that those things that you say shall come to pass. You shall have. Then he extended it to prayers because your prayers have the same principle. And the principle is that whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, it means you stand before God and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit this issue into your hands. And shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that the things you are praying and praying about shall come to pass. You will have it. Or that you should believe that you have received it and you shall have it. And First John 5.14 says that this therefore is the confidence that Christians have in God. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever things we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. It has never changed. It's still the same thing. It's working today. It's never changed. It will never change. Yes. That's why when you hear these songs, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Do you see? It's from the heart of somebody who has been overcome by fear and been beaten by fear. and be, I mean, fear alone. Fear alone can make you not start things you should start. Fear alone will not make you marry if you step out to marry who you should marry. Fear. What about if it doesn't work? What about if it doesn't work? What about this? What about that? Until... It's almost too late or it's too late. Some of you should have started some scratch or nursery or something. But fear alone. Hey! You are not the type who, who can succeed. You can never make it. It won't work. You will never make it. You, you think they are the type. You think that people in your family. Has anybody in your family. This is where our heart faith is affected. Yes, you want to believe something in your heart, but there are things that eliminate it from your heart. Oh yes, to eliminate it from your heart. You now, 
you will stop this quixotic adventure that you want to embark upon. You are going to build what? A house. We are not serious. Check your father. Is he not renting? He has been renting. Check your mother. Have, have, have your father and mother, have they rented any place before? How about your brothers? Those better, better people who have gone ahead of you, what have they done? Before you are coming to say you will build a house. Foolish boy. Stop that idea. Yes. And go and eat some food at some restaurant and eat the money before somebody steals it. You will eat your money just now. You are going to propose to that girl. Ah, ah. Foolish boy. <laughs> Foolish girl. How many people in your family are married? Would you shut up there and stop talking? Before you realize, it's like fear alone has kept you. You want to start a ministry, a church. Hey, if they say start a, 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 a Macarius area fellowship. Hey, what about if it doesn't work? I mean, maybe people don't respond. Though. These days, there are a lot of people when you want to call them, they will not mind you and things. So a lot of times, that's what you believe in your heart. So it's playing out in your life. Because you need to overcome questions. There are five questions I'm going to deal with. Five things that you must answer in your heart, in your head, in your mind. Because your heart is not your mind. You can say, I believe, I believe, I believe. Oh, I prayed and I believed and I thank God. But you, in your heart, you don't really believe. It's in your mind that you believe. You know, the man is a spirit. He's not just a body. You are not just a body. Whether you like it or not. You can look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is who I am. But you are not who you, you are. The body is your outer shell. In Luke 16, we read of the rich man and Lazarus story, where the Bible says that the rich man died, the, the poor man died first, because poor people don't have money to go to hospital, so their lifespan is a bit shorter. <laughs> so he died before the rich man, and the Bible says that he was carried. The poor man died, Lazarus, is that not so? He died, and he was carried into Abraham's bosom. He was carried. I thought they buried him. Well, even when you are poor, they still bury you, isn't it? They used to have a mass grave at uh, mile 11. Mile 11. Yes. And that's where they buried poor people that nobody has come to claim them. Mass burial. Because if you die at Kolebu, you know. They are even relatives, they don't want to go to Kolebu. You do have bills to pay. Yes. So nobody, they just leave you. They won't claim the body. So at a point, they, they, they collect and gather all these, maybe 30 people, 40 people, and then they go and dig a big, they call it mass grave, and they pour all the body inside and cover it. I built a house in that area once. When we were digging the foundation, there were bodies. I mean, skeletons. Yes, dry bones. <laughs> Hey, when they call, then somebody's head has come. So the people said, are you going to stay here? I said, why not? The man is gone. He's gone a long time. It's not, the land is now free. Yes. Not exactly at my level, around my level. So there were a lot of scattered places that had burial places. So there were several spots on the foundation where we found somebody's, somebody's leg, somebody's... Arms, somebody's head, plenty. 
They were gathering them on their side. When I come, they will show me. With that, this one here, I say, I don't fear. I'm no longer a slave to fear. The guy who was dead, his bones, the owner is not here. He's gone a long time. I'm not afraid. And the place that has the mass barrier, the place that people have built houses on them. If you go there, you will not even find the graves. Because every part, because human beings want a place to stay. You say you are buried human beings here. We will stay there. And they'll be staying there sleeping and waking up. It's not a problem like that. But that body you have eh, is a house you live in. So the Bible says that in hell, he lifted up his eyes. The rich man also died. He also died. And you know rich people, they buried them, different dresses, different songs, different choirs, different processions, even sometimes for several days. Yeah, they bury you different, different days. Or sometimes they take a long time before they do the funeral. And the rich man, he also died. They buried him. But the Bible says, in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Which means that the eyes, the eyes of the rich man, eh, which were, were buried here, is not the same one that he lifted up in hell. It means that there's a, there's a person. He, he lift, they called him he. And they called Lazarus, Lazarus. Some, some Bible say his, his name was called Dives. Well, some people say he was called Dives. I don't know, but these type of theology people, they like arguing about such things. Whether his name is there or not, he was there. He went to hell. That's the most important thing. And he will not go to hell. And in hell, he lifted up his eyes. Then he he called to Father Abraham, Father Abraham, I can recognize Lazarus. Recognize. Recognition is of the mind. Remembrance is in the mind. So it means that his soul was in hell. But his body was left here. But the soul was gone. Was gone. It went to the other side. But his body was left here at Awudome Cemetery. And his spirit and soul. The soul is the part of you that has the emotions. That, has the, that connects. You see, it connects the spirit to the body when you are on earth. And it connects the spirit to the soul. Uh, to, the, to, the, to heaven when you are in heaven. So that you can feel joy. You can feel happy. You can be excited in heaven. You can jubilate in heaven. Because emotions are in the soul. You have to understand it. If you don't understand it, don't just walk in there. I've gone to church. You went to church. What did they teach you? You don't understand anything. You don't know. Then you will not get. You see, you will be praying. But your prayer is not from the heart. And the prayer that's not in the heart. It doesn't happen. Your prayers are going to be answered, will be heard by God. So, in hell, he told Father Abraham, Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger. So, Lazarus had a finger which was in uh, uh, heaven, in Abraham's bosom. He should put it in water and come and cool my tongue. A tongue. Tongue means that there must be a head, and, and a head means there should be a neck, and finger means there will be a hand. And therefore, a trunk for the finger, the hand to be attached to. And therefore, down the body there must be left. But for him to go and bring means that he can still walk around. But not the body. A lot of us are concerned about this body. Shining it, decorating it. You can even see the body changing. Still you are concentrating on it. And you not concentrate on the spirit. Because the Bible talks about... Paul says that though our outward man is perishing, our inward man is renewed day by day. 
He said, I will pray that God will grant you which cause we fail not, though our outward man, 2 Corinthians 4, 16, outward man perishes. That outward man is what we are calling the body. The one that has your dress on it is the body. The one that has your spectacles on it, that's your body. The one that has your fascinator on and your wig on, that's your body. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's the truth. And the one that has your earrings on, that's your body. So a lot of us concentrate on this outward man, which is perishing. And it is perishing means that it's decaying, it's, 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 it's getting weaker and weaker. Though our outward man perishes or getting weaker, our inward man, the inside. So it means there's you on the outside and there's you on the inside. That's why the you on the outside, when he was buried, the rich man still recognized the you on the inside. But the you on the inside still recognizes, uh, can be recognized because it's like it's you. It's your, your, your real you. In 1 Corinthians 9.27, Paul said, I keep my body under in order to subdue it. I is who? I is who? Who is I? There must be somebody who is talking saying that he will keep his body like the, 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 this thing is his body. He is going to keep it under. Is that Ernest? And your wife? Ah, from Canada. These are members from Canada in Toronto. And they have come. I'm sure you have come for a visit. Or you have come to stay. Normally, you have come to visit. That's all. So people here want to go. Why would those who are there come? Good to see you. Are you there still? Are you following the message? So when the Bible says that if you believe in your heart, then he's talking about a part of you that you know about and see, but that's not where you must be believing. The believing is in the real you. The man on the inside is the one who must now believe. Not even your mind. Your spirit is not your mind. Your mind is the emotion, the, the part of you that makes you cry, feel. When you don't feel, you are not human. <laughs> That's why they say hum, you are not human. Or, or a, human a, a person is a human being. like somebody who feels and, and, and has or whatever. He has feelings. Are you understanding the message? Yeah. A lot of us don't concentrate don't, at all. Your spirit doesn't eat, but the spirit eats. The Bible says, as newborn babies desire the milk of the word that you may grow thereby. That's the, 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 the spirit of the person, is the one that he's talking about. Hmm? It can also grow. Paul says that your outward man, so you only know about the growing of your body, growing taller, growing bigger, growing. I don't know, fairer or fatter, whatever. But not the one on the inside. Because in the mirror, you don't see him. But in the mirror of the word, you can see him. For whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, he not being a forgetful hearer, he said, who you look into the perfect law of liberty. You see yourself well. So when Jesus was saying that what moves mountains it's not just that you are in church or you, are, you say you are, you say you, are you, can, you can say you are a Christian but in your heart you don't really believe in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 he says that if thou 
shall confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Then he explains that for with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And then with the mouth confession, speaking about this situation, about my salvation, is now bring the salvation into practicality. And if you don't learn the difference, you'll just be working, only you body decoration, so only body decoration. But he says, you can also believe with the heart. Believe with the heart. Paul teaches us in Hebrews 4.12 that there's a fine line border between the spirit and the soul. Which has your mind. So sometimes when you think of something in your mind, you think you are thinking of it in your heart. And it's very, very complex. So you have to be very serious and dedicated to it. Otherwise, you always be operating within your soulish realm, your mind realm, never entering your spirit. He says, for the word of God eh, is sharper, is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. He says, dividing, piercing, even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. It means the word can it's like it's like the, 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 the it's like two countries eh? Ghana and Togo and, and the word can separate is the is the is the dividing border that separates so you can know the Bible makes you know about the spirit, it makes you know about the soul. And the Bible says that for us he thinketh in his heart. So is he. So the real person and the real things that happen in your life are the thoughts that go to your heart, not the one that stay in your mind. I'll tell you a story. I don't know if I told you the story of the man, the, the rope walker. Have you, have, you, have you heard of the tight rope walker? The tight rope walker, there was a man who, tight rope, I don't know if they can show us, tight rope walker. They tie like between these two pillars. He would tie a rope above where the speaker stand is. And just string it from here to here. Then they would take a bar. They have a long pole. Then they walk on only the rope. I mean the, the rope that swings. They walk on it like this. Some people have a certain skill. It's not juju. It's a skill. So this man, this tight rope walker. He took a rope and tied a long rope. Uh-huh. They have shown one. Uh-huh. Have you seen? So the rope is a, is a, is a, is a, is a rope. And he has a, a, a bar that he holds in a way to help him balance himself. So he tied it across a waterfall. Do you know a waterfall? At least you should visit Boti Falls. We have one. In the, we have Boti Falls. We have Tagbo Falls. And Huli, 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 V L I, Huli, W L I, okay, Huli, Huli, waterfalls. And then which other waterfall is there? Kintampo waterfall, okay, beautiful. Otegana, you are not going anywhere. Please, if you go abroad, at least you should visit some of the places in Ghana. 
So now this waterfall is like a huge, like you have like water that is running in a river, but it gets to a place where it's very deep and it falls down and it, it sprays like a shower. We have Niagara Falls, we have Victoria Falls, they, they, they are huge ones. So now he went to a waterfall and he tied a rope across. Then he went, balanced, like how this man is balanced, they're like, then, oh. then, then as he, he's going to go, hey, you know how it is, your heart will be in your mouth. When it's like, yeah, the man is going to die. But he successfully went across, confidently, and then he came. Then he took a wheelbarrow. Then he wheeled the wheelbarrow, not with the bow, with the wheelbarrow like this. He walked on the tightrope across, then he went. The people clapped, hey, hey, wow. They said, how many believe that I can put somebody in this wheelbarrow and wheel him across successfully? Aha, there's another one. Yes. Yes. And the man cried, he has tied his his eyes. How many believe that I can put somebody in the wheelbarrow? Everybody shouted, yes! You went alone, you came. You went with the wheelbarrow, you came. It's possible that I can put somebody in and go and come. Then he said, so one of you should come and sit in the wheelbarrow and I'll put you in the wheelbarrow and wheel you across this waterfall. Would you believe it? None of the people who was jubilating, clapping for the man, celebrating the man, owned up to go. You see, that's why you, you see that. Do you believe that I can put somebody in the wheelbarrow and wheel across? Yes, we believe. Okay, come and let me put you inside. Oh, <laughs> hey, me, why me? Hey. Then your friends will say, oh, you go, you go. Say, huh? Are you, you, you to go? Why are you calling? Why are you pushing me? I don't like that. I'll put you just now. You see, because you believe it in your head. But if you really believe in your heart, you step out and you go. Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. He asked, Jesus, if you are the one, bid me come to you. And the Bible says that Jesus said, it is I. When he heard it is I, the Bible says he jumped from the boat. And then he went towards Jesus. His heart was working. But when he saw the wind's boisterous, he saw the waves coming up and down. He said, It's like now I'm dead already. When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. So, brothers and sisters, this is where our faith doesn't move beyond. It's always in your mind. Oh, it's a good idea. How many believe that you, you, you can be a pastor? Oh, I can be a pastor. How many believe that you can you go to London this year? How many believe you are getting married this year? How many believe you buy a car this year? How many believe you build a house? You, you start building your house this year. You finish your house next year. You finish your house this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all in the head. Well, it sounds like a good idea. Now, when you ask a, ask a, a, a human being, or like as they ask somebody, are you a, a, have you collected bribe before? So ask a human being or ask a president. <laughs> have you collected bribe before? They asked one president when he was being interviewed. They asked him, "Have you 
received bribe before. He says, as a, you mean as a human being or as a president? <laughs> as a human being or, or as a president? Why are you trying to commit the president? So he had to divide a standard between his humanity and his presidency. <laughs> are you with me so far? Yes. It rests in the mind. That's why the Bible says, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now how to make what you hear, the word of God, God's promises, what you think you believe or claim to believe, how to make it move into your heart, so that when you pray about it or when you speak about it, it really happens. It's always the battle of faith. Yes. The battle. How many would like to know? How many would like to know? Okay. So there are five questions. Five questions. That you need to answer. To help you. Really believe in your heart. So that what you say with your mouth. Can actually happen. Are you with me so far? Question number one. Question number one. Question number one. If it is the will of God. Is it the will of God? If it is the will of God. You ask and receive not. James 4.3 Because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your, your last. Is it the will of God? Maybe you have gone amiss. This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know he heareth us, whatsoever we ask, then we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. So, is it the will of God? Once that question is not asked, you can't have confidence to ask what you are asking or to declare I have a Mercedes Benz. I, I believe I have a Mercedes Benz. I believe. You see, do you, have you answered the question whether it is the will of God for you to have a Mercedes Benz at this time of your life? Immediately you can't answer that question. You see that you are saying it with your mouth, but your heart cannot hold it because you can't really believe. I believe I'll be in London this year. But in your mind, there's a, 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 a negative thought that, uh, who told you, what, 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 what are you going to do in London? What, what use is going to London? What's the purpose? Then there settles in your head an ambivalence. Should I go? Should I not go? Maybe it's not God's will. Maybe it's God's will. Once your heart has that ambivalence, it's like in your mind even, if you are tossing, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, it can never become something you believe in your heart. So one of the ways that helps for your faith to be boosted is to answer that question, is it the will of God? Is it the will of God? That's why praying for spiritual things, like wisdom, that, uh, that question is answered. In James 1.5, he says that, that is, is, if any man lacks wisdom, what should he do? He should ask of God, who gives to all men freely 
or uh, liberally and abrideth not, and it shall be given him. Something like this, if you lack wisdom, it's clear it's the will of God. Verse 6 says what? He says, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering. You see, this wavering, you see, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Verse 7 says, let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. That's it. Don't think that you get anything from the Lord when you are so ambivalent about, is it the will of God? Even the thing that is the will of God, you should not waver. You shouldn't waver. Do you understand? You shouldn't waver. You should know that this is what God says. That's why to pray about even let's say going to London. I want to go and live in Copenhagen. I want to live in Saskatchewan. I want to <laughs> I, I want to live in Vancouver, Canada, British Columbia. When you can't even see that in the Bible, you are always having that. So you end up having to do connections. Yes, or going as a prostitute. If that is the opening that is there, let me go. At the end of the day, I've arrived. But you can't trust God to put you there because it's too, you are wavering and you are not sure. And when you stand before God, doubt is the major enemy of your life. Your prayer life, doubt and wondering. That's why I said, and shall not doubt in his heart, but you doubt in your heart when it is not the will of God. Pray about the spirit of, pray for the spirit. One of the days we are praying about praying for the Holy Ghost. Yes. And that one, he says, you who are evil, you know how to give good gifts. How shall not your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? (laughs) It's clearly in the word of God. Pray for the Holy Spirit. You are sure of 100% answered prayer. But praying that you marry that brother who is sitting there. Father, that brother who sang this morning, Father, touch his heart. Let him look in my direction. Father God, let him know. He says he's no longer a slave to fear. Let him look in my direction. I am here to support his fearlessness. (laughs) Number two, how? How will it be possible? This thing that I am asking about, how will it be possible? How? Once that question cannot be answered, immediately doubt enters. You shall build a house. How? Hmm? Hey! Luke one thirty. When the angel said unto Mary, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor in God's sight. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And, and, his, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then Mary said, How? How? How shall this be? How shall this be? How shall this be? And the angel told her, How? And the angel said that the power of the Most High shall overshadow you. The Holy Ghost shall overshadow you. And the power of the Most High shall come upon you. 
Therefore, that holy thing that will be born of you will be called the Son of the Most High. And then Mary said, Let it be unto me according to thy word. Because now she has discovered how a virgin who has not slept with a man. I mean, even if you have slept with a man, you will see that you, 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 you say, Oh, I didn't know that I was not safe. Or I didn't know that um, um, he used condom or something. But it's like he has not slept with a man and he's a virgin. How is it possible that a person can give birth? From the professor of in vitro fertilization. How, how can a man or a woman be pregnant who has never had sex or has not had uh, artificial insemination? It's impossible. Downright impossible. Yes. According to the professor, if he's a professor, not, it's not a joke. He's a real, he used to work as a doctor, a specialist doctor of in vitro fertilization. Yes. In, in, in John Radcliffe Hospital in Oxford. Yes. When he was in Oxford. Yes. And lived in Milton Keynes. And, and did locum in, in Bambury. Yes. <laughs> When he's preaching, we hear him. All his stories are from Milton Keynes and Bambury. I, I remember when I was in Oxford and I was doing my whatever, uh, my, my internship, and I was doing it in Oxford. He's a real doctor, only he has resigned to be a full time minister. He says it's impossible. So Mary said, How? How? I heard the prophet say the other day, he said, When I'm praying, when I'm teaching at a crusade, and talking about the woman with the issue of blood, and I explain how she got healed, it, it brings a lot of healing miracles into the place. Why? Because the how is explained. She came from behind. She touched the hand of Jesus' garment. She felt something. So I tell the people, when, say, how will I be healed? When you are in a service and you feel a warmth, something is happening to you. When you feel a shaking, a vibration, something is happening to you. So the how, people became, became be, 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 are able to recognize that something is happening to them. Then their faith is connected to the power that has come upon them and then healing takes place. How? Once you can't answer how, some, that's why many preachers, good teachers of the word, they will teach you how to turn your faith loose. How you can... Uh, uh, 72 reasons how you can know. Why you must... It's all about teaching faith. For you to believe that outreach and witnessing is very important. They'll give you 120 reasons why you must be a soul winner. By the time they finish, you see that you're saying, oh, there's no, there's no stone that has not been turned for you to understand that witnessing soul winning is something that you must be engaged in. That's why coming to church is so crucial. And that's why when, when we, are teaching, we are teaching the word, the Bible says that the word that is sown in your heart, eh, it has the capacity to give you 100-fold returns, 60-fold returns, 30-fold returns. But one of the first things that happens is that the devil comes to take away what was sown in your heart. So you, you never even remember that you have heard such a message before. That's why having a notebook, having a pen, having your Bible, underlying scriptures, going to check, and so on, it really helps for your, your mind, do you understand, to grasp what is being taught. 
Jesus gave it as the steps to healing and deliverance. He said, when you hear and hear, and you see and see, and you understand, and understand with your heart, you get healed. So I will heal them. But the devil will not let you start even the process. You'll be forced. Is that John? Is this John? Huh? Arthur. Okay. Arthur. Alpha. Alpha. Okay. Alpha. Beautiful. Are you there in the church or you've gone home? So when you stand to pray and you say, Father, in the name of Jesus, it's like for you to believe that I have received them. Eh? All these questions must be questions that you kill in your heart. You don't allow them to just put you in some type of limbo. You are wondering whether God has answered. God will do it or he won't do it. God will help or he won't help. God will do it or he won't do it. I, the other day I was in somebody's church. I was preaching. He said, hey, them Papa, he preaches as though he's preaching to 10,000 people. <laughs> so when I go to the church, they are like on this side, maybe half of this side. Half of this side. Now, I, I, I will descend like some, some fetish priest. Be, now I'll be preaching, walking, throwing my hands, walking. Say, ah, why? Because I believe I'm preaching to 10,000 people. I believe in my heart. I'm, I have no doubt at all. I believe that all here is filled. Oh, yes. I'm not preaching. When I look at your eyes, you are not the only ones I'm seeing. I'm seeing my congregation. They have filled this place. They are sitting outside. They are blessed. They are coming every day. I told you there's an angel who brings money to the church. Oh, yes. I believe it. When I sow a seed, hey, I have no doubt in my heart. Because the scriptures have told me that when I give, it shall be given. It shall be given. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaking together. How will, how will it come? Men will bring. I believe it. That how does God bless me? Men, he says, he will cause men. So men are going to bring. Some of the men are sitting here. Some are in England. Some are in America. Some are in Canada. Some are in uh, China. Some are, some, all the men, they are, they are, some are in South Africa. They shall give to me. I believe it. This morning I was just getting myself ready. to. I, I, I saw a text message. I fired you, Momo, since 1st January. But it looks like it has gone to another number that you have. Please, is it something that you have or I should call the company to cancel it? I said, I still have access to it. So I will have to go and check, 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 check. Because the person's from America. God has called somebody from America to send me money that I did not expect or didn't know. But, but I know that it is coming because God has said it already that when I give, but you don't believe it. So when you are giving, it's like, I'm not a fool to go and give this money. I'm not a fool. So you see, you are giving, but it's ambivalent. It's neither prospering, it's neither, it won't come back. If I give, it will not come back. If I give, who? I'm not a fool. How can, how can, are you sitting and somebody will just bring something to you? How, how can you be there and people are just bringing you money? How can you be there and... Answer that question in your heart. How? The next one is why? 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 Why do you need the best? 
Mercedes Benz. Why do you need? Because we have been talking about Mercedes Benz. A lot of people say they are going to get Mercedes Benz. Why do you need a Mercedes Benz? Why? <laughs> Why? I want to just, I want to drive Mercedes Benz to make sure. Ah, really? Why do you want money to come into your hands? Why? Even today, you can't give what you have. How much more when a lot of money comes into your hand? I saw a brother the other day say, I brought my tithe of two years, three years. I brought all my tithe of two years. <laughs> I, I was, what did he say? He had interest. He had interest. He said, his ma- I, I told him that you are a good Christian for remembering to bring all your time. He said, my mother, um, my mother will tell me that I have not done well because I have to add interest for borrowing from God. I said, that one is between you and God. But when I say that, I believe that an angel is bringing, I believe that an angel spoke to him. I believe that God sent his angel and he spoke to him and like he is speaking to some of you right now. Believe. Why? Why do you want money to come into your hands? Why? Eh. Yes. Yes what? Yes what? What are you yesing about? Yeah, I have a lot of needs and I even when I really, I mean, yeah, so that I can go to London and then do what? Then I'm going holiday. Then what again? Then, eh. Yeah. You can't, even, you can't even answer the question why. You can't answer the question why. So, if you stand to say, Father, let the wealth of the Gentiles be converted to me, you see that you are not even sure. And all these questions are, are answered when you meditate on the word. Meditation helps the word to move from your mind to your heart. You meditate day and night. You toss, so it moves because the word is in your heart. It's sown in the it, it's sown, but it moves. It moves before the devil can come and catch it. It has gone. And also, the more you hear a message, the more you hear it, the deeper it gets. It deeper it makes you solid as a believer. Answer the question why, and then the next question is when. When has it happened? When will it happen? When has it happened before? To whom has it happened? When? When? Oh yes. That's why God gives you people to follow. Be followers of those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Be followers. So when you are following somebody who has achieved great things, you end up achieving great things because you see that it has happened to him before. That's why we ask for testimonies. When somebody shares a testimony, you who didn't didn't have that testimony, you get encouraged. That, oh, what he's done for others, he will do for you. With arms wide open, he'll welcome you. It is no secret what God can do. It's no secret what God can do. What he has done for others, he will do for you. When has it happened? Have you seen it happen anywhere? Do you know where? That's why Satan will bombard you. Who who has married in your family before you are coming? He's trying to question 
When has it happened? When? He said, yeah, it has happened. It's not my, my biological family didn't have it, but in the church family, I've seen that sister. It happened to her. I saw that brother. It happened to her. I saw that sister. It happened to her. That friend of mine also experienced it. What God has done for others, he will do for me. Satan will come and say, has God said? The question is always your faith. It's like, has God said? Has it happened? When did it happen? When did you, when did you see a young man who has not been to, uh, who has not finished uh, national service build, uh, build a house? When? When did you see a man, small boy, what you want now, so you will, see, you will build a house? Foolish thoughts, when they come to your head, cast them out. <laughs> then you tell them that yes, I know a pastor. I know a pastor. He said, he's Pastor Ike. He came, he told us the story. He said he was listening to my message. He's not, he's in one of our branches. I was preaching. In the message, I, I, he said that he was even asleep, but he suddenly woke up to the shouts of build. You you can build, you can build, you can build, you can build. Hey. So he woke up and sat on his bed. He said, Hey, I can build. Wow. So he went to see some developer, gave some small money. The long and short of it, within two years, in his national service, he had, he had owned a house. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's living in it up to today, more than six years. Now, you will not listen to testimonies. Or you close your eyes. Oh, it happened to my. But it answers the question when? 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 How many questions have you answered now? Only four. Okay. The last one. So you have answered if it is the will of God, right? And then how? And then why? And then when? Okay. Okay. So the last one, the, the last question is, should I give you the last one? Or you like to go where? Where? Where has it happened before? Where? Where has it happened before? Where? Where? It happened in the Old Testament. You can't bring it here today. It happened in the Old Testament. No, no, no. It's not only in the Old Testament. Jesus said those who believe in him, greater works will they do because he's gone to the Father. So since Jesus left, there are people who are also doing greater works. Yes. Have you seen anybody preaching to 5,000 people? Yes, I've seen my father preaching to 5,000 people. Have you seen anybody who are doing crusades with miracles? Yes, I've seen my father do crusades with miracles. All these New Testament. That, when I was a Baptist, they used to say that all these things are past. Like miracles and things. Tongues, speaking in tongues. But as I was reading my Bible, I, get, I kept getting confused. because. I, but why is it in the Bible? New Testament. You see. And, and Peter said... Uh, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For this promise is unto you and to your children and to as many as the Lord our God shall call. As many as our Lord shall call. As far as the people are, as many as the Lord. Am I one of those that the Lord our God shall call? I am. So why is it not following me? You understand? So it's happening today. I've seen it happen. People are speaking in tongues. I've seen pastors who are laying hands on their sick. They are praying for people to get healed. And when we stop answering these questions, we stop believing God for healing. That's why many pastors and preachers have stopped laying hands on their sick. At the point, so that's not my calling. Now, who should have that calling? 
That's not my calling. Not do crusade. Taking testimonies. Where has it happened before? Bonky shoulders. Or uh, Robert's shoulders. Um, uh, T.L. Osborne's shoulders. Idahosa's shoulders. Oedepo is showing us. Uh, Bishop Dag is showing us. Redeem, uh, 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 redeem. Adeboy, they are all showing us. Ajinasai, all of them. But you see, when you look at something and you say that no, it can't happen, or it has, it's not my time, or that's why Jesus said, Whosoever, whosoever, and whosoever, and who, whensoever, wheresoever, howsoever, if you can say to this mountain, be that removed, if you answer those questions, you see that practically you stand with faith. Oh, yes. Is it to marry? Victorine, I mean, will you marry? Yes. Why? Because God said it is not good that the man, therefore the woman, be alone. Even the woman there, she was made for companionship. She was not meant to come and be alone or to come and marry another woman. God would have made two women and two men, Adam and Steve, and then uh, if, if and Eva, yes, if, if and Evelyn or something like that. So you see that the two are married. There are two women who have married and two men who have married. Do you understand? But he made one man and then he took his rib and made the woman and brought her. He said, this, this is now bone of your bone and flesh of your flesh. It's a good idea. So therefore I can marry. I will marry. Then you look at your ring finger and say, there's a ring on my finger. I am not one of those who will not have a ring on my finger. Then the devil comes and says, hey. Check your age. Check your age. How old are you? Say 54. <laughs> have you seen any 54 year old man getting married before? Oh yes, I have. If you have stayed long in the church, you will hear me make, giving testimonies. Recently there was a lady, 50 something, 56 or so. She got married to a man. 82. Yes. Oh, You see, when you open your mouth, eh, you are one, mm, bishop, eh, this honeymoon there, what will they go and do? Go and, go and visit them, you will see what they are doing. It will happen practically in your life. You will get a job. Look at yourself and say, I'm not going to be jobless for the rest of my days. God said that, he added work, said, let him that will not work, let him not eat. According to the scripture, I cannot stay in this life without working. Therefore, a job is prepared for me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I believe you for a, a miracle job right now in Jesus' name. Thank you. It has happened. I've got a job. They've called me for interview. The devil said, ah, where have you applied that they are calling for interview? Well, where have you applied? I don't need to apply. A job can call me that I have not applied for. Has it happened before? Yes, many times. In my own church, I've seen people who came to tell me, I didn't apply for that job, but they called me for interview. They called me for interview. Sometimes you go and say, how did you get my... Uh, 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 please, may I ask one question? So you can ask, um, I'm just wondering how you got my name. And so we looked on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. And they located your CV there. And they said, oh, we like a person like this. Come. Somebody was called from America, a company from America, seeking to establish in Ghana. 
Now he's earning dollars and earning CDs. You are sitting now saying it's not possible. Let me tell you something. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be that removed and be that cast into the sea. Whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a marriage, whether it's, it's, a, it's a business, whether it's a contract. Declare it. Believe in God. It will happen practically in your life. Whether when you say it or when you pray it, you will see it practically in your life. Because of that, somebody has built a house. You have built a house. You own your own house. I say you own your own house. You own your own house. You own your own car. You are not going to walk all the days of your life. You'll be, you'll be driving. You will not always be receiving lift from other people. You will also be giving lift to other people. You will not always be a tenant in somebody's house. You will build your own house. I see pastors. I see pastors holding their Bibles and declaring the word of God. And they are preaching to 2,000 people, 3,000 people, 5,000 people. I see Macarius Area Fellowship leaders. They have more than 10 area fellowships under them. They are holding one. There are nine others they are overseeing because it is possible God can use you to do amazing things. Any impossible situation will be made possible. Somebody has just taken seed. You are going to have children. <laughs> you will have children. God will bless your womb. You will give birth to two, three, four, five. If you don't control yourself, you will give birth to more than ten children. Somebody is looking at your organ. It's not failing. Your organ is not failing. Your organ will not fail. You can talk. If Jesus can talk to a fig tree, you can talk to that organ. Talk to your pancreas. Talk to your liver. Talk to your kidneys. Talk to your lungs. Talk to your heart. Declare you are functioning in the perfection to which God created it. You are not making, you are not taking me to the grave. You are not taking me to the grave. I walk in health. I walk in health. I walk in power. I walk in miracles. I'm not lying on a hospital bed. I'm healthy. My body works 24-7. I'm not lying in a... They are not giving me somebody's organ. The organs God has put in my body, they are functioning. If you don't learn to declare these things, ah, you'll be there, no? you get a letter. you get a text from your doctor. Can you see me? Uh, uh, doctor, when? So, oh, if you can come within the hour. Oh, uh, is there any problem? Oh, that's all you, you just come. Hey, come with your wife. Jesus. Come with your wife. Then when you go and sit down, the doctor will say, um, <coughs> um, <coughs> um, I don't know what, how to start it. Start what? Eh? Start what? What are you going to say? You will not sit in front of a doctor and he will give you a frightening diagnosis. Speak to your life. Speak over your children. Don't joke with it. Don't joke with it. Don't say I'm not a pastor. Jesus didn't say you have to be a pastor. 
Don't say I'm not a prophet. Jesus didn't say you have to be a prophet. He said, Whosoever, 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 he was talking to us. And if you are one who prays, you must know that it's important to pray with faith. And to pray with faith is that you must believe that you have received what he gave you. And you have to be, you can only believe it when you answer it is the will of God. Even if you can pray and God can assure you that he has called you to go to America, specifically Ohio. That's the will of God, then that's the will of God. Some people are able to have such clear words of knowledge. They can even be shown somebody in the church that that's your wife. Oh yes, and it becomes... And of course, if God calls you that you I'm your husband or you are his wife, you should tell him that I'm God that also. And 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 often those who have said they then just go and tell them that God says you are my wife. And so what? God says I'm your wife, and so what? And so we should marry. Ah, then marry. Let God assure you the will of God is important. Once you know it, it changes, it delivers you from wavering, wavering, and wondering, is it going to happen? Is this something God will give me? Once you have that ambivalence, your, your faith is more strong. God doesn't like you to pray with wavering thoughts. Yes. The weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought, thoughts have to be brought into captivity because your faith is being fought against Satan is suggesting things hey, you will not make it but you will make it I am telling you as your shepherd you will make it I say you, oh you people you know, I'm going to second service I'm going to second service oh, I think it was more of this side, this side you will make it I said you will make it you will not fall down you know a fall like you slip and fall is one of the major problems of life at a certain age when you fall it's like that's the end the beginning of the end and, and people who are falling in a certain way before their lives change from that moment you slip, you fall, you hit your head, you break your leg. Like a boy, a little boy, nine years, he slipped and fell on the center table. It was glass. It cut his arm. He died from it. Small boy, nine years. I know him. An older lady fell. When she fell, within a few months, that was the end. And I'm here in the spirit. He will keep you from falling. You will not slip on the floor. I said you will not sleep on the floor. Accidents will not be a thing that you are engaged in. You will see it on the roadside. But you will not be in it yourself. Your body will not be dragged from a car. That has been mangled. Safety is of the Lord. Declare safety is of the Lord. 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 I know you were born in poverty. Me too, I was born in poverty. 
I know you are born in poverty. Me too. I was born in poverty. But you will not live in poverty. All the days of your life, God will deliver you from the spirit of poverty. The, 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 the preacher said, Give me, let me not be poor so that I become a thief. There are many people stealing at your workplaces. Stealing at your, from your boss. Stealing from here. Stealing from government. Stealing. Because poverty is what you are experiencing. Of course, there are some rich people too who steal. A lot of rich people, sometimes they steal. Because they are never satisfied. But God will deliver you from abject poverty. That's why you will drive a cow. That's why God will bless you so that you too can have enough money to put food on your table. I mean, build a house just for yourself and your family. At least one house in your lifetime, the Lord will bless you with it in the name of Jesus. You will not look at people who are dressed with envy. Hey, this captain there. Yeah, the banner. When will I ever get a captain to wear? I met a little boy when I came. And I was in my car. He came to my car. I said, oh, Bishop. I said, how are you? He said, I'm fine. He said, I'd like to be, I'd like to be a pastor like you. I said, it will happen. He said, but, but I, I said, I'll tell your daddy about it, that you want to be a man of God. He said, I want to dress like a man, a preacher like you. I want to dress like you. He pointed to me. He said, I want to dress like you. Small boy, you, you I want to dress like you. Prince, it's your son, your firstborn son. He says he wants to be a pastor. To come to pass practically. May your children become pastors. May your children become lady pastors. May they love God. May they serve God. May they be intelligent in class. May no child in this room be last in his class. May no child in this room be said that he is never intelligent. May they be clever in the name of Jesus. May the Lord put them above and not beneath. On top and not under. Oh, I see somebody here. I don't know who you are, but you are, you are climbing stairs. It's not to an office. It's the stairs of an aeroplane. You are climbing up into the aeroplane. The Lord is lifting you up. You have never traveled, but you will travel. You have never gone on holidays, but you go on holidays. The Lord bless you. The Lord help you. The Lord lifts you up. In the name of Jesus. I see a letter that a letter like this is on a seat. The letter is not supposed to be on a seat, but it's like somebody's it's on a seat and somebody's sitting on it. It's like somebody's promotion is on somebody's chair. The person has sat on it. It means that the person has prevented your promotion. But from today, I declare fire, fire on the seat. Fire on the seat. Fire on the seat. And that person is not going to release the letter for your promotion. The letter for your employment. The letter for your contract. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The letter for your visa. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The letter for your land title. Receive it in the name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Clap your hands and thank you. Father, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. What a blessing. What an honor. What a blessing. What an honor. Lift your hand and pray. Yes, Lord. Every question that brings doubt in my mind, 
Oh yes. Whether it is if it is the will of God, whether it is why, whether it is how, whether it is when, whether it is where. Oh my father. Oh my father. Let that question be answered. Let that question be blotted away in the name of Jesus. Cleanse my heart of anything that removes faith from me. Cleanse my heart and take away any doubt in my heart. Marota I want to walk with God by faith. I want to walk with God by faith. I want to walk with God. I want to pray by faith. I want to declare by faith. I want to meet circumstances by faith. I want to overcome them by my faith. I want to I want to bulldoze my way by my God. I will run through a truth. By my God, I will leap over a wall. Marando Kasia Kabanalaba. Reko Sanda. Declare that I shall not die, but I will live to declare the works of God. Aronda Kisia Mahanalaba. Reko Sapatayagada. Mazindelebe. Ruo Kasaha. Neso Patayagada. Ramahanalabada. Blessed be God. Father, we thank you. We bless you for every word that has come from your mouth. Oh, Father, work amongst us, confirming your word with signs following. And let the testimonies be innumerable as your people walk by faith. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands. Try and clap your hands because you are going to learn how to clap in celebration. Because God is giving you many victories, many victories, many testimonies. You are going to learn how to clap and celebrate. God will do it in my life. Hallelujah. Give seven people a high five and tell them that all things are possible with you. Miracles are happening in your life. Miracles are happening in your life. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus for the word of God that is alive, is alive, is alive, is alive. May we not be just hearers of the word, but doers of it to see many, many amazing testimonies in our lives. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, I want to pray for you. Wherever you are, I want you to just lift up your right hand in the air so I can pray for you. Anybody here like that? God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. I see your hand. So many hands are going up. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, come to me right in front here so I can pray for you.
I walked forward to give my life to Jesus nobody knew that I will ever become a bishop even I myself I didn't know but when I see people who are walking forward I see how I used to be and I see what God has done with my life so I declare that these are pastors these are men of God these are MPs these are assembly men men that will be leaders in our society in some days to come in some weeks to come in some months to come in some years to come God will do it for your life God will bless you lift your hand let me pray for you right here Father in the name of Jesus for everyone who has come here I pray that you will cement them in the faith I pray that you will establish them in God and let them grow stronger and stronger and stronger as they serve you that their future will be in your plan the plan, your plan for humanity your plan for your church your plan for your people in the mighty name of Jesus Christ say this prayer after me Heavenly Father I thank you for today I come to you just as I am please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood from today I will serve Jesus I will follow Jesus for the rest of my days please write my name in the book of life please write my name in the book of life I am yours forever in Jesus name Amen God bless you please follow Pastor Philip all the way let none, even not even one should be lost, not even one if you invited any of these people, take them seriously because there is a prophetic agenda in their lives for their lives clap for them as they go it's time for communion take out your communion elements I pray over the bread this is the body of Jesus as you partake of it may whatever is incomplete in your life be completed what is not functioning something that is not working well whether it's your organ whether it's your flesh your skin whether it's your eyes whether it's your stomach whether whatever is not working well by the efficacy of the sacrifice of Jesus he start to work and work better father we thank you for the body of jesus christ the body of jesus christ when we lift the cup this is the blood of jesus that washes us from all our sins it cleanses us from all our unrighteousnesses, weaknesses, shortcomings, failings. By the blood, be restored. By the blood, 
overcome and do well. Father, we thank you for the blood that cleanses. In Jesus' name. The blood of Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord favor you. The Lord continue to lift your head above all your enemies. And the Lord make you stand upon your high place. The high place of your promotion and your blessing. May you never fail. May you never be a disappointment. May you never be a source of concern for anyone. The Lord bless you and help you. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. May the riches of Gentiles be converted to thee. May the favor of God attract money into your life. Become richer than you have ever been. Become richer than you have ever seen around you. Be more wealthy by the power of God. And the Lord help you with his mighty right hand. And through you, may churches be built. May cathedrals be built. May may the needs of believers be met in the house of God. May the Lord help you. Jesus name. Amen. We have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the Word of God preached by Bishop Eddie Addy. Do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.